Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine and creator of drjockers.com, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. I just wanted to take a moment and tell you about how important your liver health is. In fact, if you're suffering from low energy, brain fog, or unexplained belly fat, the problem could be your liver. You may not know it, but your liver is the foundation for good health. It performs more than 500 key functions like filtering toxins, breaking down nutrients, and keeping your cholesterol in check. But over time, your liver can start to wear down, and that's when you get energy crashes, belly fat, and trouble with your memory and concentration. Fortunately, there's a simple solution. It's called Liver Health Formula. Liver Health Formula contains 11 powerful herbs and nutrients, things like milk thistle that are clinically proven to recharge and revitalize your liver. It also helps protect against fatty liver, which is a silent epidemic affecting 100 million Americans. Liver Health Formula is manufactured in the US and it's approved by many American health professionals. And as a listener of this show, you can try Liver Health Formula and receive a free bottle of nano-powered omega-3 to keep your heart and brain healthy when you order today. So what a great deal. You get liver health formula and a free bottle of nano-powered omega-3. Just go to getliverhelp.com forward slash jockers and claim your free bonus gift. Again, that's getliverhelp.com, G-E-T-L-I-V-E-R-H-E-L-P.com forward slash jockers. That will get you your liver health formula, and your free bottle of nano-powered omega-3. So take advantage of that deal today. This podcast is an audio recording of one of my most popular YouTube videos on what you should eat before you fast. Believe it or not, what you eat before you start fasting plays a critical role in how you feel and the results that you're going to get from doing any sort of intermittent fast or you know, perhaps you're trying to do a two or three or four or five day fast, what you consume in your last meal in particular, but also really like the last few meals before you begin that fast will play an important role in your fasting experience. So I'm going to go through that in detail in this episode. So you guys are going to love this. If you know anybody that's interested in intermittent fasting that has chronic inflammation and wants to improve their life and their health, please share this podcast with them. And also take a moment and leave us a five-star review. I've got two great Apple iTunes five-star reviews I'm going to read to you guys here. Uh, let's see. Mara says, thank you for putting the information out there for people to gain knowledge on how to heal themselves. Thank you. And thank you, Mara. I appreciate you taking the time to put that review on Apple iTunes. And then Mary says, Dr. Jockers has helped me learn how to take better care of my body through his informative podcasts. And then Team Tammy Fitness says, very informative, really, really great show. I always listen to every episode. So thank you guys for taking a moment and leaving us those reviews. And if you want me to read your five-star review and your comments, please go to Apple iTunes and leave a review on the podcast. Thanks so much for doing that. And let's go into the show. One of the most common questions I get is, what should I eat 
before I fast. And this is a really important consideration. And it's important whether you are doing an intermittent fast, maybe like a 16-hour overnight fast or an 18-hour overnight fast, or if you're doing a three or four or five-day water fast. No matter how you're looking at fasting, you should always really consider the food that you're consuming in your last meal before you start your fast. And the same rules really apply. So what I'm talking about here applies whether you're doing a five-day fast whether you're doing a three-day fast, whether you're doing a 16-hour overnight fast, maybe even just, maybe you're a beginner and you're just doing like a 12 or 14-hour overnight fast, these rules apply. Or if you're doing, you know, a 30-day fast or something, you know, something crazy that's, you know, going above and beyond, these rules apply. So first thing I always look at when I'm looking at meals is protein. Protein really helps stabilize your blood sugar and it's super important for insulin sensitivity. And that's really key. You don't want the last meal you eat to spike your blood sugar and create blood sugar dysregulation. This is what a lot of people do wrong is they, they're like, well, I'm not gonna eat for a while, so I'm gonna go out with a bang, right? I'm gonna go for you know, my big hurrah and I'm gonna have, you know, this, I'm gonna have a whole pizza, right? Or I'm gonna have a big bowl of ice cream when I'm you know, finished with my meal. That sets you up for fasting failure because that is going to throw off your blood sugar. It's going to create big insulin spike. Your blood sugar is going to drop down. You're going to get reactive hypoglycemia. You're going to have a lot more cravings and fasting is going to be a lot harder to be successful at. So please don't do that. Instead, eat a really healthy meal, prioritizing protein, 30 to 50 grams of good quality protein, maybe more if you know, you're very active, you have a lot of muscle mass, you might need more, okay? Most people find somewhere in that 30 to 50 gram range to be great and they feel really satiated when they do that. Again, it's just gonna really depend on your activity level, your muscle mass, um, you know, your overall weight, right? So somebody that's, that's a little bit smaller, not as active, 30 grams can be, can be wonderful for them. Somebody that's a little bit larger, more active, maybe they exercise that day, 40, 50 grams, maybe even more, especially if you know, you're a young athlete, you might need more than, than 50 grams. So, but that's where we start, 30 to 50 plus grams. You're not gonna go wrong if you do more than 50 grams. Uh, even if your body doesn't need it, you're not gonna go wrong. It's gonna help with stabilizing your, your blood sugar. It's gonna help with insulin sensitivity and it's gonna help you just feel more satiated during the fast. So don't worry about that, just make sure you prioritize it. Number two is healthy fat. Now healthy fat is critical, but you can also overdo fat if your body doesn't digest and break it down effectively. So this is why the caveat here, I, I say 15 to 30 plus grams. Now, when we look at protein, protein has four calories per gram. So the average individual, like a big meal for most people is somewhere around 700, 800 calories, maybe a thousand calories. So 30 to 50 grams, you're looking at 120 to 200 calories from that. So it's not a huge proportion of, you know, if you're eating a very large meal, healthy fat, 15 to 30 grams, fat has nine calories per gram. So if you're looking at 30 grams of fat, that's 270 calories right there. Now, for some individuals, that's no problem. Like for me, I can easily eat 30 grams of fat. In fact, I'll eat, you know, my body's able to tolerate 1500 calories in a meal. My digestive system is good. I have, I'm very active. My muscles are pulling uh, nutrients out of the bloodstream pretty quickly. And so I feel good when I eat, you know, a good solid meal like that. I typically need about 3000 to 
3,500 or 4,000 calories a day just to maintain my weight. So for me, it's no issue. But for a lot of other people, eating 200 plus grams of fat in a meal, maybe they don't have a gallbladder, maybe they have a sluggish liver, that can make them feel nauseous. They just don't feel as good. They need smaller meals, maybe 500 calories or something like that. So that's why we want to tighter this up. Um, and so that's why I say 15 to 30 grams, 15 at the minimum grams of healthy fats, 30, 15 to 30, usually in that range, you're going to do good for some individuals. If you have a larger appetite, you can certainly do more than 30 grams, but try to watch the feedback your body gives you. If you feel a little bit nauseous, you have an acid reflux after the meal, it may be because you went too heavy on the fats. Now by healthy fats, what I'm talking about are things like avocados, extra virgin olive oil or olives in general, coconut oil or coconut butter or coconut milk, grass-fed butter, um, yogurt, organic yogurt, could be grass-fed meats, right? Obviously, you know, a good fatty piece of meat is going to have the protein as well as the fat in there. So you want to take in consideration all of those things. And by this right here, when you're counting these grams, when you start doing this and you do this for a few meals, you really get an idea of how much grams of each are in the particular meal that you're eating. So it doesn't, it's not like you need to do this the rest of your life, but in the beginning, you wanna have an awareness of, okay, how much protein am I getting here? How much fat am I getting here? And then you can kind of tighter to where you feel best. Somebody that does not have a gallbladder, maybe they had the gallbladder removed, or they just, just don't feel good when they're eating fats, they might need to reduce the amount of fat. That's why I said 15, maybe 15, 20 grams, or 30 grams, you know, depending on how well you're digesting those fats. But again, trying to get it from those good, healthy sources, maybe a little bit of nuts and seeds, not a huge fan of getting fats from nuts and seeds in general, because they're more pro-inflammatory omega-6s, and our body, they can be tough on the digestive system. So I'm a big fan of the fat sources I already talked about. And of course, we want to avoid the really damaging fats, things like canola oil, corn oil, soybean oil, safflower, cottonseed, peanut oil, we want to avoid those. Those are very inflammatory for our body and will not set us up for a good fasting experience. And instead, really try to focus in on your grass-fed butter, your avocado, your extra virgin olive oil, your coconut fats, things like that, that are much better tolerated and less, they're less likely to cause inflammation in the body. I just wanted to take a moment and tell you about my friends over at Purality Health and their new rapid absorbing glutathione spray. Glutathione is your master antioxidant. It helps you kick out toxins and boost your metabolism fast. In fact, when supplementing with high quality glutathione, you will purge unhealthy toxins. You'll lose weight with less effort. You'll feel more energetic. You'll notice a brighter complexion and you'll feel much healthier overall. But here's the thing, not all glutathione supplements are created equal. If you're taking glutathione in capsule or tablet form, you're missing out on key nutrients as they will simply pass through your body without being absorbed. You can thank your stomach acid for that. However, my friends over at Purality Health have a new rapid absorbing delicious glutathione spray that delivers this powerful antioxidant straight to the areas of your body that need it most. Just pump a few sprays onto your tongue and watch as toxins naturally purge from your body. The best part, you can experience these results in as little as seven days. For a limited time, they are offering a special buy one, get one free deal, which is backed by a 180 day money back guarantee. So you have no risk. You can try it out. All you need to do is visit 
masterantioxidant.com forward slash DRJ. Again, that's masterantioxidant.com forward slash DRJ. And that will give you access to this exclusive deal. Are restless nights stealing your sleep? Well, if so, I have a podcast recommendation for you. It's called Sleep Magic. On the Sleep Magic podcast, episodes are delivered in relaxing, soft tones, getting slower as the episode goes on with relaxing suggestions that encourage sleep. Sleep Magic has over 100 free episodes, so there are plenty of options to choose from, and the show is already trusted by hundreds of thousands of people who use it every night to get better sleep. So go subscribe to Sleep Magic now wherever you listen to podcasts and start listening for free today. Just search Sleep Magic on your favorite podcast app. Third thing here is polyphenols. And one way to, to think about that is colors. So we know fruits and vegetables come in a wide range of colors and kind of the more colorful ones, the, the reds, the purples, the oranges, the yellows, they're rich and, and as well as the greens, they're rich in things called polyphenols, which help feed our microbiome. And the more well-fed our microbiome is, the more postbiotic nutrients, which are very healthy and anti-inflammatory for our body, that those bacteria are now gonna produce. And again, that's gonna reduce inflammation in the body, that's gonna set us up for healthier bowel movements, and it's gonna also support us to have less cravings. When we're eating a lot of sugars and processed foods and less polyphenols, we create a microbiome that sets us up for cravings, that actually will trigger more cravings, more sugar cravings, more carb cravings, and cause us to have a lot more struggle if we're trying to do a fast. So getting the polyphenols, again, helps to reshape the microbiome in such a way that we have less cravings, we're able to burn fat more effectively, create ketones, and have less inflammation in our system. So that's really key. And fiber goes along with that. So fiber, we're gonna consume with the polyphenols. You don't need like an extra fiber supplement. I don't recommend that. I recommend just getting the fiber from fruits and vegetables, right? Getting your fiber from good quality fruits and vegetables, things like avocados, olives, they have fiber in them. Um, green leafy vegetables have fiber. If you're eating fruit, fiber in there. If you're eating cucumbers, if you're eating, you know, all, all different types of things that's gonna have the fiber that you need. You really don't need to count out how much fiber you have. If you just have some plant-based polyphenol, colorful plants uh, in your meal, along with the healthy, the healthy proteins and the healthy fats like I talked about, that's good. That's what you wanna do. Number five, and this is really to help support your digestive system and to, and to support your microbiome, is some sort of fermented food or beverage. This could be something like apple cider vinegar, could be sauerkraut, could be kimchi, could be pickles, could be organic yogurt. Uh, unsweetened, of course, right? No added sugar in it. That's what we want to do. You know, definitely want to avoid any sort of added sugar. So I'm not a big fan of like having a, a, a full kombucha right before you fast either. Even though that's fermented, so technically it would be in this category, there's still a lot of sugar in there. And that sugar is going to throw off your blood sugar and create more cravings the next day or you know whenever your, your fast starts getting beyond let's say 10 hours you're going to start to notice more cravings so what we want to do is stick with low sugar fermented foods again i mentioned a whole bunch of them um, i really like apple cider vinegar i love sauerkraut so just taking like a little bit of sauerkraut putting it on your plate with your meal the fermented these fermented foods and beverages have postbiotic nutrients so already metabolized 
compounds that are anti-inflammatory for your gut. So they help reduce inflammation in your gut. And the less inflammation you have in your gut, the healthier the overall microbiome is going to be and the less cravings you're going to have. They also have enzymes. Some of them have probiotics in them. They have other, other nutrients like sauerkraut has something called vitamin U, which is really powerful anti-inflammatory. It helps our body detoxify bad estrogens, helps us detoxify uh, you know, a lot of harmful compounds, parabens and phthalates. So having, again, sauerkraut or pickles or apple cider vinegar, it's going to help the, the sourness of it helps to activate our digestive juices. So our, our stomach acid, pancreatic enzymes, our, our digestive enzymes, as well as our bile flow. So we digest the meal more effectively, but then also on top of that, it also has these kind of compounds that help reduce inflammation in our system. So you don't need a whole lot with apple cider vinegar. You can just take like a tablespoon, put it in, let's say four ounces of water, a little bit of water that you drink before your meal. And that helps prime your digestive system. You can also take, let's say, two tablespoons of uh, fermented vegetables like sauerkraut or kimchi and have that on your plate. You can have you know, one medium to, to large pickle with your meal. You might have a half a cup of yogurt to add more protein, to add more healthy fats. Again, this should be an organic, unsweetened yogurt that you're consuming. So you don't have any added sugar. You don't want the growth hormones and the antibiotics that are in the, the conventional yogurt. So good, good organic yogurt that will add protein, healthy fats, as well as the probiotics, enzymes, and postbiotics to support your microbiome. So really good stuff right there. That's what we're looking at. Again, protein, healthy fats, trying to get a lot of colors in our meal. That's going to provide the fiber, the polyphenols, and then something fermented. If you do that, you set that up right you're going to have great fasting success. Your blood sugar is going to be stable. Your body's going to be burning fat, creating ketones, which help your brain feel really good. So a lot of people will say, when I'm fasting, I feel really energetic, mentally clear, really creative. That's the ketones, this byproduct of fats that our liver creates that can cross the blood-brain barrier, get up in the brain. They reduce inflammation in the brain. They're a great fuel source for neurons, and they really make you feel great when you're, when you're fasting. And you get that when your last meal is very blood sugar stabilizing, just like I talked about. So if you want to get the best results with fasting, make sure that you follow what I talked about in this video. And you can also feel free to share this with other people, with your friends, your family members, so they can understand more about this as well. Hopefully you got, got a lot out of this and we'll see you in a future video training. Be blessed. Well, that's all for this show. And I wanna thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you wanna dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.